Okay, perfect. Excellent. So we have a lot of people on the call today. We're ready to get started. Now, think about any questions you might have. I'm going to start with a couple of questions from last week. And if you have any questions from this week, Jopleen, JD, Laura, Diana, Sildi, please make sure you ask them today in the forum. Welcome back for those of you who did not attend the previous session last Monday. Happy New Year for the ones of you who have to say Happy New Year too. Let's get started right away. Okay, so let me share with you the screen. And I had four questions, very, very interesting questions. I had many questions last, last week, but four questions that come up all the time, over and over and over again. And I want to share them with you right here. So slideshow from current. Here we go. Very, very important. So hello, Orlando. Thank you greatly for your guidance. Number one, I understand that the price and the MLS are its or are what it's going to sell any listing. What are your thoughts on another gentleman name? I just put XYZ to protect the name of the person because the person is not here today and it wouldn't be fair for me uh, to debate with somebody else's idea without that person being present. That states it is not the market, it is the marketing that sells the property. Again, I understand that price and the MLS are or is what's going to sell any listings. That is my experience. That is what I say to everybody in this call, everybody that is in coaching. There is no amount of marketing. For those of you who have listings that are not, are not selling, I have news for you. There is no amount of marketing that it's going to sell your property. By the way, if you have diff a different opinion, I would love to hear your opinion. Over almost 20 years in this business, I've learned that there are only two things that sell our listings. Number one is the price. Number two, it's the MLS. And I'm going to prove it to you right away. Very, very important. Again, for those of you who have listings, forget about marketing. That is if you want to sell the property. Marketing is very important, especially when you have listings, but it's not for the reason of selling the property. Marketing is for a completely different reason, which I'm going to explain later. All right. So, yes. And I'm going to make Anthony the, the first name of this person. So I understand Anthony is the, the name of the person that wrote this, uh, this question. So Anthony, I'm going to add, 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 uh, address it directly to you. So, yes, I restate that the only two things that sell a property, it's price and the MLS. And I'm going to give you a very extreme example. So you understand that those two things are the one that sell the property. So here we go. So let's say I have a property in downtown Miami, two bathrooms, two bathrooms, $550,000, all right? And I want to sell this property. So what I do is I put an ad in the paper, an ad in magazines. So there is a New Yorker coming to downtown Miami this week for the only purpose of buying a two-bathroom, two-bathroom condominium in downtown Miami, and he has a budget of $550,000, Anthony, all right? So this New Yorker goes into LaGuardia, and he purchases Fortune Magazine, Forbes Magazine, The Economist, Financial Times newspaper, The New York Times, The Washington Post, and he gets all those papers while waiting for his plane to 
get to Miami. So when he opens every single publication in the inside cover, Anthony, what do you think he finds? He finds a full page, full color ad with my listing. A 2-2, condominium downtown Miami. By the way, he sees the pictures and he loves my listing. That is exactly what he's looking for. And the number one and only reason, by the way, he's coming to Miami to purchase a $550,000 property, two bathrooms in downtown Miami. Opens Financial Times. He sees my uh, my listing. Opens for magazines. Opens the Washington Post. Every single publication has in the inside cover a full time, a full size ad, full color ad of my listing. He gets into American Airlines first class. He opens American Way, American Airlines magazine. And what do you think, Anthony? When he opens that magazine, the inside cover has what? my full page, full color out of the listing that I have for $550,000 in downtown Miami. He sees it again and says, wow, this is the apartment that I saw in the Financial Times, Washington Post, Forbes Magazine, Fortune Magazine. That is exactly what I'm looking for. I need to see that apartment. He lands in MIA, Miami International Airport. He purchases the Miami Herald. And when he purchases the Miami Herald, when he gets it, right in the front cover, there's a sticker. What do you think that sticker is all about? My listing, $550,000, two bedroom, two bath, uh, bath apartment, where? In downtown Miami. So he gets out of the airport and a driver is waiting for him. And he tells the driver, take me to this right here, to this property, the two two $550,000, property in downtown Miami, my listing. By the way, by, when he's leaving Miami International Airport, he, he sees a huge billboard. And what, what do you think he sees in the billboard? My face, my picture, and on the background is what? My listing, $550,000, two bedroom, two bathroom apartment in downtown Miami. He says, wow, that is exactly what I saw in the magazines. That is exactly what I saw in the newspapers. And that is exactly where I'm going today. And the big, big billboard says Orlando Montiel, top agent, number one property, 2-2 two, two, in downtown Miami, $550,000, open 24-7. Open house, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I think now you get the message, right? He gets to the property and he finds me. He sees me. And what do you think? He sees the property and he truly likes the property. He falls in love with the properties. Oh, my God. This is exactly what I'm looking for. Now, stop one second. Do you think that buyer is going to make an offer on my property if he hasn't seen any other property? Is he going to make an offer on the property without looking at comparable properties in the building and in the surrounding areas? Most likely, he won't. What is he going to do? He's going to buy, get, uh, call a buyer's agent or he's going to talk to me and he's going to ask that agent or me to show him comparable, proper, comparable properties, 550000 two bedroom, two bath in the building and in the surrounding area. That is what's going to happen 99.999% of the time. Very unlikely, 
a buyer is going to make an offer on a property without taking a look at comparables. So I did all that marketing. I spent all that money in marketing. And at the end of the day, the buyer is going to base his decision, not in the marketing that I made, but in the comparables properties that he sees around my property. Got it? So again, at the end of the day, marketing will sell, will sell the property, all right? You can't, and the, and, and the person you mentioned says, right here, it is not the market, it is marketing. You can't sell a dollar for the price of two. You just can't. No matter how much marketing you do, you can sell a dollar for the price of two. People understand value. It will be very unlikely that you are able to sell a property for a higher value. Value It's that simple. So I hope this, Anthony, I hope this example gave you a very, very simple explanation, explanation of why pricing and putting in the MLS is what's going to sell the property. That simple. Now, that being said, marketing is extremely, extremely important, not for the purpose of selling. And by the way, if you guys have a different opinion, please write it down in the comments. I would like to uh, have this conversation with you makes it makes the call way more interesting so again marketing it's very 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 important not for the purpose of selling the property but positioning yourself as the expert of choice in your sellers in your clients mind and in your potential clients mind marketing gives you the exposure marketing gives you the presence for people to think of you as the expert as an expert on your field Every single successful entrepreneur, every single successful small, mid-size and large company has a budget for marketing. Marketing is extremely, extremely important. Marketing is what brings you the leads, all right? Selling is what converts those leads into clients. So let's see if I have any questions regarding that. And if not, I'll go to the second question that I have. Let's see uh let's stop right here okay there you go so all right uh i have like three okay jackie says he has three uh three okay orlando when do you when doing an open house it would be a good idea to give each client a copy of how the market is in that specific area definitely pedro definitely why not now instead of giving the client the statistics for the area, I rather, by doing an open house, I rather send that client to a landing page, meaning give that client our address, Montero Orlando, Pedro, uh, Pedro.com, right? Pedro Real Estate.com. Download the guide to selling your home, the seven steps to selling your home, or download the current market report for your specific building. I want to make sure that I send enough emails to that clients that I can see if he opens them, right? First, if I don't have his email, I want to get the email. Second, if I already have the email, then I want to send him valuable information, that market report you are talking about, so I can see whether that person is opening or not my emails. And if that person is opening the emails, 
I understand now that he is engaging, that is he's interested. I don't like to give a lot of information up front without getting the email back. Or if I already have the email, I rather promise the client that I'm going to send that information. So if you were the client, if you were to be the client, Pedro, Pedro, this is what I'm going to do for you. For the next three weeks, I'm going to send you a weekly report of how the market is behaving. So before you make your final decision of purchasing your home, you have you base your decision in a very sound research. You understand and you are you're becoming educated on the process on how to be how to buy a property and more important what is the right price at which you should make an offer so when you have a good property with the right price you can truly identify that price why because you understand how the market it's behaving all right very very good questions all right guys so keep with the questions keep uh, um, writing the questions good morning ruby and i'll keep answering for you so let's go back very very good i love that question that always arises about the marketing all right so number two you mentioned having another specialization while the investors from whatever country begin to build and snowballed yes i did i had this conversation with this agent all right what options do i have my target market based on the modules it's whatever all right should I continue to focus on sellers in this market? So very good. And I, again, I put a XYZ. I just changed the, uh, the, uh, the address. So we should have two markets. If you are 100% local, meaning born and raised in Miami, you should have, first and foremost, all of us, whether you work with Italians, Venezuelans, Colombians, Colombians, Argentinians, Russians, doesn't really matter. That should be one of your markets, right? That is a buyer's market that you, because of your background, have access to. And not everybody has access to that. So it's less crowded. Good. So for example, for me, Venezuelan, I work with a lot of investors from where? From Venezuela. Got it? So, but that's because of my unique, unique background, and all of us have a unique background. So, but regardless of your background, your first market should be a seller's market in your area. You should dominate an area where you live. You should dominate the area where you live. That's first and foremost, because understand that buyers work only it they, they they only take action when it is fabric when when they buyers don't have needs all right there hasn't been a buyer that ever had to buy a property why and again i'm going to say this again buyers never had the need to take action in and purchase a property why because they always have the option to rent, go to a hotel, or stay in the place they are. So when we're working with buyers, we're working with people that don't have that very, very high need to take action. However, when we are working with sellers, it's completely different. Sellers under $2 million, usually, usually most of the time, they, they have the need to sell. Why? They are, down they are downsizing, kids are growing up, so they don't need that big of a house, or the contrary, the 
family is expanding. Now they need another room or a couple of rooms. So they need to move. They need to move closer to their office. So they need to sell their, uh, their current property. And usually under $2 million, they either don't qualify to have two mortgages or they can afford to have two mortgages. So they need to sell. So first and foremost, for the person who asked this question, we need to focus on dominating our area, our current area. What is it going to be easier than understanding our market statistics where we live, which is usually where we work or very close to where we work? Now, because of your unique background, my unique back background, and most people's unique background, you can tailor a very specific city or country, right? And if you're 100% local, then you can target a very specific group of people locally. So yes, here's the question again. You mentioned having another specialization while the investors from AYC begin to snowball. And because we had this conversation, remember, working with investors takes time. Working with buyers also takes time. So you need to start doing your marketing. You need to start doing your follow-up. You need to have the frequency and consistency, and eventually you're going to see the results. Usually it doesn't happen overnight, but when you start go, start seeing the results, it's like a snowball effect. It starts growing and growing and growing. That is if you keep doing your marketing, if you keep having that frequency and consistency, all right? But you always need to have not only a backup, but your first market needs to be a group of people in the area where you live. You need to focus on sellers. As I always say, don't forget about buyers, but make sure you focus on sellers. Sellers give you the presence. Tell people that you exist. Seller, sellers give you the leverage because you can have 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 listings. By the way, on the 25th of January, I have a seminar with the number one agent from Remax last year. He sold over $220 million, all right? Mostly working with sellers. So most top agents are what? Focusing on sellers because of the leverage. You can't have 10, 12 buyers. You can help two or three buyers in the same day, but you can have 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 listings at the same time. All right, so very, very, very important. Let's see if I have another question. And if I do, I'm going to answer that right here. So Ruby's, Ruby says, talking about marketing, how we compete with some marketing I've seen about offering listings for 4% or even 2% commission. Oh my God, Ruby, I, I love that question. I truly love that question. Well, uh, if if... For those of you who have been with me for enough time, you understand the importance of building a business, all right? So when you are new, if you have Ruby, if you have 10, 15, 20 listings in an area, four to 2% commission, you can be very quick with your showing right? Your sellers, listen, they have this listing, that listing, that listing, that listing, and I sold 25, 30 properties in this area. So usually you can beat that person by making the argument that that person is reducing their commission because they don't know what you're talking about and, and you are the expert because you have the proof. But usually, and that's what I recommend to most of you, unfortunately, many brokers don't allow that. 
But if I were a new, if I, I'm in Coral Gables right now, if I were new in Coral Gables and I wanted to become a listing agent, I wouldn't offer 4% or 2% commission. And let me, let me, let me make a, let me stop right here because this is very controversial, very controversial. I speak to most brokers, especially old school brokers and old school agents, and they don't want to reduce their commission. They feel like I'm, when I propose that, when I bring that to the table to position them as the experts to gain market share, they're kind of offended when I tell them, let's reduce your commission so you can earn market share. So if I were to become a listing agent in Coral Gables and I, were, I was new to Coral Gables, Ruby, I wouldn't even offer 2% commission. I would even do a flat fee. $1,500, $1,500. The average price in Coral Gables in the area where I am, it's about, let's say, $900,000, all right? That is uh, multiplied by three. That is, uh, what, $27,000? So I would be in my marketing strategy, would be in my postcards, in my emails, in my bus benches, in my Facebook, whatever marketing media I choose to use, it's, let me show you how I can save you $25,000 in the sale of your home. Right there. I will save you $25,000 in the sale of your home or I won't charge you any commission. That's the way I start competing. Now, it's not about making money at the beginning. Any successful business that you see, even Walmart, the biggest corporation retailer in the world, when they go to a special place, they're opening a new store, what do they do? They lower their prices to what? To gain market share. I'm not concerned with how much I'm going to make with one, two, or three little houses that I sell. I'm concerned with gaining market share. The more market share I gain, the easier it's going to me in the future to increase my commission to sell more properties. So at the beginning, I don't even want to charge 4 or 2%. I want to charge a flat fee because to me, I'm thinking free advertising. If I can have 10 of those houses at $1,500, that's $15,000. Not only that, I have 10000 properties that are doing the marketing for me 24-7. I have 10 billboards saying, uh, stating my name. What is that? That is market perception. That is seller's perception. They're seeing me as the expert of choice. I want to gain market share. And in the future, because that's going to come up, what about the next agent, uh, the next client that asked me to uh, pay the same uh, well, the, the charge the same commission first, they don't have to, to know. And if they know, that is a promotion. And that's one of my arguments at the beginning if I'm talking to the seller. Mr. Seller, I have this special promotion because I want to gain market share. I understand that in my, for my business, in order for my business to grow, I need to increase my market share. And in order to increase my market share, I'm offering a promotion of a flat fee of $1,500. Now, for most people, stubborn, old school, they want to have two or three little listings, and that doesn't create momentum. So hopefully, you take this to heart and eliminate those people offering 4% and 2%, and you go with a $1,500, $1,000. All you want to do is generate momentum. And by having a listing here and a listing there, 
it's not going to generate momentum. You don't want to compete. You want to dominate. It's not fun to compete because everybody's at the same level. You want to dominate. And the way you dominate, usually at the beginning, is by helping people financially. All right? So, yes, Ekaterina, so offering $1,500, you got 100% right. Offering $1,500. And if you can offer less, even better. It's not about the money at the beginning. It's about gaining market share. It's about going to the next and the next and the next presentation saying, I have or sold 10, 12, 15, 20 listings in the past 12, 15 months. And the way that the, the biggest help I'm going to get is by lowering my commission, whether you like it or not. That's the way business are. And when you see a new restaurant in an area, what do you see when new, new restaurants? They lower their prices. They have specials. They have coupons, right? They want to incentivize people at the beginning so they can try them. Why would I try you, right? And I'm not saying you, Ruby. Let's say you, why would you try me if I'm new in this area, right? I'm charging 3%. You have no clue who I am. And then you interview the next agent who sold 25, 30 properties. Why? Or why would you hire me, all right, if I come to you and say, well, I sold two properties in the last 12 months, I'm charging 3%, and the next guy is charging 2%. What, why would I, why would you hire me? Got it? Makes sense, all right? Very, very, very good uh, question, Ruby. Excellent, excellent. I love these questions. All right, Ekaterina, I promise you're in, you're in 101, so I will repeat the call to action to you later. By the way, don't worry about it. Uh, this call is going to be recorded, so you're going to have it uh, at the end of the day today, and you can listen to it as many times as you want. And Ekaterina, since you're in one-on-one, I'll make sure that we practice it here in my office. Claudia, so, wow, I'm speechless, but you are the expert, and that makes sense. Thank you very much. Again, and if it doesn't work for you, you can always go back to your 3%. But I'm telling you, experience over 20 years for myself and working with the top, top agents here in town, forget about New York, California, Las Vegas, right here in town, all right? If you want to dominate, especially at the beginning, you don't have that many tools. And the best tool you have is, I'm going to give you a reduction of commission, all right? Uh, what do you offer the selling agent? Oh, very good question, Jose. What do you offer the selling agent, meaning the buyer's rep, right? The buyer's agent. So. And this is the way I do it. This is the way I suggest you guys do it with your clients. Very, very important. Mr. Seller, we can't touch the buyer's agent commission. And here's the reason why. Jose, let's say, Jose, you are the, the seller. If you were the agent, and I have this property here, offering 3%, this other property here, 3%, this other property here, 3%, and then yours offering 2%. If you were the agent, which ones would you show? Of course, the 3% ones. You will find some sellers that would say, no, I will show mine because it's the best one. Yeah, yeah, that's you because you have the morals. But most people, real estate agents and non-real estate agents, listen, if they see 3%, 3%, 3%, and 2%, what are they going to offer? Most likely, let's, let's not talk about you in this case, but what do you think most people in the street are going to offer? Uh, show, of course, the 3%. Got it? So we can touch their 3%. Now, in my case, instead of charging the 3%, which is 
in, in Coral Gables in this area twenty seven thousand dollars, I'm willing to lower my commission to fifteen hundred dollars. And again, that is a promotion because I want to position myself as the expert of choice. I want to dominate this area, and nobody's uh, giving you that offer. So let's go ahead and sell your property. That simple. All right. So again, we never touch the buyer's agent, Jose. Very good. So it's 1031. I will leave the other questions that I had for next week. I try to stay always at 30 minutes. This was, this was a very, very, very good uh, conversation. I think it's an eye opener for many, many, many people. Again, um, and, and Ruby, thank you very much for that, for that question. I think that sparked um, a lot of questions. Uh, controversial thoughts and, and things that people haven't heard before, right? Uh, do you offer full service, Laura? Do you offer full service at $1,500? Yes, again, very important. Yes, I do. Uh, and, and that's what I wanted to close with. Guys, we, we need to start thinking, and, and I understand that that's why you're here because we've never been taught how to think as businesses, right? We talk to other people and usually they're salespeople. They're only thinking about the commission. How can I make my next three, five, ten thousand dollars $10,000? That's all you're thinking. Think about business, guys. If you think as a business uh, businessman or a businesswoman, your business is going to start to grow. But if you don't think as a business person, only as a salesperson, you're just going to stay as a salesperson. So look at successful businesses. By the way, I, I, I'm a, I'm a, a subscribed to Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts, right? Because I have coffee there many times. They, they send me promotions every single day, every single day. And, and if you pay attention to the top companies in the world, they have promotions all the time. What promotion as a business do you have right now for your clients that will incentivize them, that will help them take action with you? What promotions? If I don't have a promotion, then how do I incentivize them to take action today? If, pay attention to our courses, and we have many courses, right? But in every single holiday, every single opportunity will send you a what? A promotion a discount, a bundle, a coupon. Why? To give you an incentive to take advantage of a promotion. We had the Christmas specials for the one-on-one, -on -one, right? I mean, the one-on-one -on -one is $12,000 a year, it's five, five months, but if you do it monthly, it's $1,000 a month. What do we do in Christmas? 4,500. We reduce the price of one-on-one -on -one 60%. Actually, more, yeah, 60%. And 40 people took the offer. 40 people. Got it? But we need to offer. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not going to lower my fee. My fee is $1,000 a month. No. Listen, if you prepay it, it's $4,500 instead of $12,000 if you're going to do the full year. And we have agents that have been doing it. I, I'm my own, my, my own example. Got it? My fees for 101 are $1,997 per month. And for the agents that have been doing it for a long time, they know they're going to do it next year. So if you paid in advance, instead of being at $12,000, it's $4,500. 40 people, which is the max we had, 40 people took the offer. Now in January, we have a different offer, a little bit higher. Now a few agents have taken the offer, $59.95. Instead of paying 
$12,000 you paid in advance the whole year and what? You save 50%. No, I'm not going to lower my fee. I'm way too much. I'm so valuable. Guys, it's business. It's just business. Got it? So once you lower your commission, it is most likely that the other agents will reduce theirs. Great. Excellent. Will that start commission work? No. Andres, this is what happens. Most agents think like sales like like salespeople. They are not thinking as businesses. And as I said before, they even get offended. I've spoken to very successful brokers and very successful agents. And sometimes at the beginning for them, it's like, I'm not going to reduce my commission. I'm way too valuable. I mean, I work so hard. Guys, it's not about working hard. Again, it's about gaining market share. I rather sell 1,500, uh, 15 properties at 2,000, dollars $1,000 that sell two or three properties at 3%. Because again, it's not about the money. It's about gaining market share. And that's going to create momentum for the future. All right. So I got to go. Let me see one more. Laura, my broker gets a split. So my cuts broker's commission will affect his income. How can I make it happen? Talk to your broker. Talk to your broker. Listen, this is a strategy. This is not, by the way, I'm not, I'm not promoting this as a strategy forever. I'm promoting this as a strategy to gain market share. Eventually your commission, it's going to go up. I first need you to gain market share. I need you to go to as many presentations as I, as you can and get as many listings as you can. And then when you, once you have enough, right, you start increasing it. Our coaching, my coaching started at $500. Once I started gaining a lot, a lot of people, then it went to six, six fifty, seven hundred, eight hundred, and now it's a thousand. Got it? So I'm not saying that you're going to stay at $1,500. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you need to gain market share first. Every business, every business starts by operating in a loss. Then they operate at breaking even and they operate after at a profit. What happens with most agents, Andres, is that they want to operate at a profit from the beginning. And it's very difficult for them to get momentum. And the most important thing in business is to get momentum. All right. Last thing. Okay, Claudia, thank you, Orlando. I understand it's only a promotion. Exactly. We have to let our ego go. Claudia, excellent. Get at least temporary, laugh out loud, and have to start thinking like a businesswoman. You got it, Claudia. You got it. That's it. All right. Thank you very much. All right, guys. I think you guys got it. And I'm going to bring this topic next week because it's been very, um, very, uh, uh, what is it? Very uh, eye-opener for many of you. All right. So, again, if you have any other questions, go to the forum. I know you have many questions. Go to the forum. Ask your questions. I will make sure we answer them for you. Until next week, make it a very, very productive day. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you.